Welcome to the Disabled Truth Podcast. This podcast was created to empower and motivate those with spinal cord injuries to live life with the positive mindset while overcoming the physical challenges of daily life. I am Wesley Hamilton, and these are my co-hosts. Vanessa can too. If I can, you can too. Marcus Williams, live your day, overcome it. And we are the Disabled Truth. Hello, hello. What is up, guys? So it's been a while since we have done a recording, a brand new, fresh recording, but that doesn't mean that we haven't been doing anything behind the scenes. As you know, we have launched and started a campaign called uh, hashtag my disabled truth. And uh, if you're following, then you know exactly what this is about. Um, Wesley, you posted a great video giving uh, an intro as to what's expected from our audience and our members, because we want to know, you know, we, we said we were going to engage more in 2019. And this is part of how we are engaging with wanting to know something about our audience. And so we did this campaign uh, with the intent to just educate our audience on what it means to live with your type of disability, um, what that means uh, basically common things that we run into all the time as to a false fact on what it means to be somebody, you know, living with a spinal cord injury. Um, uh, and so, Hold on, Vanessa. I'm going to just hit this real good because you're right. And I just want people to know it doesn't matter what you speak on. It's just the truth to educate someone else and always think that Whatever you share can help somebody. So I'm going to share my disabled truth right now because I got another one because this was one of those off-guard situations that I was able to, since I was, I was okay and comfortable with who I am, I was able to provide some information to this person. So what happened? All right. <laughs> Yesterday, I'm literally um, doing a photo shoot and... Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get all out of my elements. So I'm willing to like transfer to different surfaces and stuff. Really make it real, real good, real good. So we get to maybe the last 10 minutes of the shoot and I transfer over to this little, next to this nice little fireplace. So when the picture come out, I'm gonna post it on the disabled truth. So y'all know I wasn't lying. All right, so <laughs> I'm taking this picture next to this fireplace. And so I got my legs all gapped out. It looked really legit. and the fart that I, I pushed out was so loud and it was so embarrassing. And it was like, but at that moment, like the photographer looks like startled. Like, did he literally just let go? Did he know he was about to let go like that? And for me, I started laughing and I wasn't embarrassed though, you know? And it was because that was my moment to say, you know, at first, her first reaction was, Oh, you're okay. And I said, no, in reality, I can't even control it. I didn't even know it was coming, you know, because I can't feel it. I can't push it out. And I'm like, so let's just be aware that it might be a few more bombs dropped while we in the middle of this. And we kind of laughed about it. She took some real good pictures and she was like, yeah, that's a good one. Cause I mean, I, I thought it was very funny, but that was my truth to share it to someone else that never knew. And I'm like, so now, you know, maybe you're next to someone in a wheelchair and they lift up or something like that. They might pass gas, but now you have a better understanding that it's just, it they just can't control it. They can't control it. So that was my truth. So 
again, guys, it's whatever you encounter on a daily basis, where it's something dealing with parking, you know, it's, it's, it's something personal. It doesn't matter. I mean, maybe it's family issues that you want to speak about. Like, please just share your truth to everybody. Now, Ness, that, that was just me. Vanessa, you could carry on. Well, I mean, hey, what about you, Marcus? Have you, uh, do you have anything to speak on on this or anything you want to add or something you want to, what are your thoughts on this campaign? Well, as far as the campaign for me, I, I don't want to give it away. I think I'll let you, <laughs> let you guys kind of <clears throat> yeah. see my video. Once I do put it out, I'll be putting it out pretty soon. I know um, it's been a long time coming. Uh, with that being said, um, uh, Wesley's um, disabled truth was um, quite hilarious. Um, for me, um, like Wesley said, we just we want you to share your everyday truth. Um, we want it to be something that's educational. Um, me preference, me, my preference would be um, that it would be something that would be um, impactful um, and serious. Um, you know, um, I think that's the way that you can reach someone as far as by being totally transparent. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we all know we have accidents. You know, we all know that that things happen um, with these conditions. Most people that are following us, um, you know, are spinal cord injury um, survivors. You know, different ones that have other debilitating conditions. Um, some people I know that follow us that I talk with, they have cancer. Some have fibromyalgia um, and different uh, conditions in their body. And so, with that being said, um, we just want you to share your truth. Uh, keep it organic. Um, keep it fun. And um, and I think that it can grow as far as the more that we begin to be, become transparent, we can create a community as far as that does the same. And so, um, no, I'm not going to tell my disabled truth um, or my, good, or my truth on, on, on disability, but uh, tune in. It's pretty good. It is good. It's definitely something that's relatable. Um, so I'll go ahead and address what my uh, reality is as far as being someone that has an incomplete paralysis. Um, so my, uh, I, I have an incomplete paralysis. So what that means is I, I have partial paralysis. I have partial mobility. I'm able to walk and I'm not able to walk for long distances and I'm pretty unstable. I can fall and I can fall, I mean, at the drop of a dime. And once I'm falling, I don't catch, like I don't stop. So I use a wheelchair in between. and. I know a lot of people, this is just, um, I know a lot, I have done this myself, um, and I know that it's something that a lot of people, I think, question uh, is, you know, you see someone that is in a wheelchair, and then they get up, and they start walking, and so automatically, the thought goes through your head of, you know, why are they in the wheelchair if they can walk, and um, this has been, I've seen it I've heard it from people that you know ask me those questions on a day-to-day -day basis and and so that's something that I wanted to address because I think it's something that um you need to play your cards right basically when it comes to being someone that might have a partial paralysis such as myself so um I guess I I'll go ahead and dive right in um with my disabled truth. Um, I decided that I wanted to break it down a little bit more and talk about the lesson that I learned in trying to fight not being in a chair. Um, once I became disabled in 98, I was 15 years old and I started out in a wheelchair and, and after I was able to get out of a wheelchair and walk with 
um, leg braces that locked my knees out. I told myself I was never going to go back into a wheelchair again. And I actually threw the wheelchair over a bridge, got rid of the chair and said, bye-bye, see you later. And <laughs> the 36-year-old Vanessa now looking back is like, wow, I can't believe, A, that she threw away that expensive equipment. But um, I fought it and that comes with uh, consequences. So because I never regained all the muscle back in my legs and because I still suffer with partial paralysis, I was doing whatever it took to walk and it wasn't always right. Um, I was hyperextending my knees, doing huge damage control on my knees uh, and to the point to where they just hyperextended naturally. And that was a support mechanism to prevent myself from falling because of lack of muscle. Um, and so I uh, went to the doctor a few years ago and the doctor said, have you checked your knees out lately? I was like, absolutely not. I have not. I don't even like to see myself walking in a mirror, much less, you know, worrying about what it looks like and what it's doing to my body. I just want to kind of move and keep going and not think about that. And that's definitely not the right thing to do. Um, I realized at that time, once they made me watch video of myself walking, how bad I was actually destroying not only my knees, my hips, and how I was contorting and realizing, you know, I, I did a lot of damage where I could possibly need double knee replacements in my knees because of how I was hyperextending. So that was a good scare, uh, scared me enough to say, okay, what is it going to take to not do that and not need these surgeries? And what's it going to take for me to be able to continue to walk the way I do now over a long course of my life? And that meant I had to find a better balance between using a wheelchair, using crutches, and using a cane. And um, for me, that meant you know using a wheelchair long distance and using crutches uh, to challenge myself, and then using a cane for short distances. And mm -hmm. so that for me was never really being compliant and okay with 100% being in a chair. But I realized that I needed to find a way to make it all work to be able to continue to do the things that I'm doing now. And so don't, I, I don't fight it anymore. You know, it's very convenient to have a chair to wheel and put stuff on my lap that I couldn't carry if I'm walking, you know, um, it's very convenient to just throw a wheelchair in the back of a car instead of using a scooter. Believe it or not, guys, I had a scooter for like 10 years and my family and did my you? friends, I really did. My friends in my wheelchairs would tell me, like friends in wheelchairs, they would tell me like, why do you have a scooter, Vanessa? Your arms work just fine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't need a scooter. And not only this, I was spending thousands of dollars to get a lift to go in my car to pick up the scooter. Because in my mind, again, I'm trying to fight the fact that I don't want to be in this permanent situation by being in a chair. So a scooter to me was like, you know, it's not a permanent thing. Like it's optional, right? And so it, that's where I was in my head with having a scooter for like 10 years. And then my sister, Ooh, my family was so, like, my so, sister, my family. <laughs> hey, you felt that. That was some 10. 10. Did you hear me? 10 years with this scooter. <laughs> I did. I did. And you know what? And then my family, my sister was like, my scooter failed me a lot of times. Like my battery would die. And guess what? I wasn't about to push my scooter because my legs are, I'm going to buckle and fall trying to do that. 
So I had to rely on somebody to not only push my scooter, but push me in the scooter, pick up my scooter, put it up. And then if my, you know, if my, uh, what's it called? My lift broke, forget it. You know, like now what am I going to do? I felt like I couldn't, I had to be home or, I, you know, I felt like I, I had to alter my plans because my scooter broke or my lift broke. Finally, my sister was like, Vanessa, you're taking away a part of your independence by having a scooter, a wheelchair. You don't have to rely on it breaking down on you like a battery. It's light. You can quickly throw it in the back of the car. And I finally quit being so stubborn and hard-headed. And I got me a wheelchair. It's like less than, it feels like 10 or 15 pounds. And I can throw that thing back in the back of my car anywhere I want. I don't have to rely on anybody anymore for these things. And so this was a... This was something, I guess, guys, that I fought for a long time and I didn't want to accept for a long time. And I did a lot of damage to myself because of that. And so now uh, I just, like I said, I don't care anymore. I'm at a point now where I want to be able to, to walk or roll or do whatever until I'm 70 or 80, you know, and that, 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 takes, um, that takes really evaluating things and, and figuring out like what that's going to take. So, so when you said, I mean, I like how you put that and um, just addressing the fact that not everybody in a wheelchair, you know, or I would say everyone in a wheelchair doesn't necessarily have to be completely paralyzed, you know, and it could be something that's similar to your, your, your injury where you do have the ability, you know, to walk, but it would be more like you do it when you can't, you know, I like how you put it, you, you roll if it's long distance and you walk because you do want to have this ability for years to come, especially as being a parent, um, you know, and just, just wanting to live life. So mm -hmm. um, would you, I mean, outside of your spinal cord injury, there are other disabilities that, you know, people do the same thing. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of people, you know, just have to understand that just when you say that you're in a wheelchair, you use a wheelchair, you, I mean, I don't think none of us should be confined to it. And it's, and it's some people that have the ability to actually get up. And so they don't want to be confined to it either. But that wheelchair does help you move around. Speaking of that, shout out to my homegirl Mills down in Houston, man, because Mills is a good advocate for uh Mills be killing them. You know, hey man, and I'm going I'm going to her page right now because she just put put a post up, you know, today and it and it said just what we just said. Hold on, I said a wheelchair is not a restriction, it's a tool for moving yeah. living. It is society's lack of access that is the restriction. And so like to right. so true. You know, and, and just it just hit our topic. Like people have to use it to move around, you know, and sometimes you know, like it's not easy. Somebody that can probably walk might not can pull their leg up over a step. If they probably already putting in a lot of work just to move them legs. You know, now you want them to lift up on something. I know a guy right now, he has muscular dystrophy, you know, and it's it's just He'd tell you quick, man, I, I don't like to walk around, but I will walk because I have the ability, but I don't like to walk far. And if there's, you know, 
curbs or anything like that. I, I got to walk around. I got to walk on flat surface. So it's, it is people like that. And some people do, or they want to, they want to have something lifelong. And, um, yeah. So like I said, I kind of want to jump. Go ahead, Wes. I was just, I was just going to say, like I said, just the whole, it's just a lot of dis- people with different abilities that um, use a wheelchair. And as long as you are aware of that, just understand nobody's the same. Everybody's different. Yeah. I, I think um, I think I have something that I've been on lately, and that's just being, it says, just be human. And um, <clears throat> that doesn't mean as far as that we're, you know, taking away from anybody's ability uh, that they may have or any condition that they may have in their body that they're fighting. Um, I really like the way Vanessa dissected the way that she goes about her life. And um, it's always a why. Like, why do you do it? Um, so if you're standing, um, if you can't stand, you can take a few steps, um, but your legs get weak and you decide to use a wheelchair, that's your why. That's why you do it because you want, you know, you want to be able to do more. Some people have more responsibilities in their life. I know Vanessa has a young daughter and um, she has a, a boyfriend and she has a life. And so she works. Um, so she has to get it around. Um, kind of made me think about, a young man, um, um, I know myself, I'm a T6, you know, um, I have T6 paraplegia, I complete, um, my left hip's dislocated, um, this is a lot of life speaking to you, um, I know sometime I'd be upright in the chair, in my, in my golf chair, playing golf, and just because I'm this big guy, as far as that, you know, they think I'm going to hit the ball 300 yards, you know, I'm hitting with one arm for number one, so you're not going to hit it 300 yards, but the amount of effort that it takes to, to, to stand up in that chair. It's like a standing frame made by a paragolfer. And um, the amount of energy that it takes to stand up in that chair is one thing. But the other thing, as far as my left hip is dislocated, so I'm holding myself up with my left arm uh, to compensate for a dislocated left hip. Well, um, you, I think it's my responsibility to tell people uh, what my condition is as far as why I'm doing what I'm doing. Cause some people can't even get up, get up right in a standing frame as far as their blood pressure begins to go crazy. I had a young man um, that came out to a golf clinic um, last week and, you know, his blood pressure started to really um, dive on me, you know, and spike. And so, um, you know, he didn't get the best out of the chair, but he was a new injury. And so uh, what I'm trying to say is just that, you know, we see a lot of people, um, do incredible things in wheelchairs. Um, we see a lot of people do incredible things with conditions in their body. And, um, you know, most of the time that's tagged as being inspirational. And that is inspirational. You know, we, we don't take, we don't want to take anything from anyone that's doing something out there. Um, I know we've all been tagged in the, in the, um, the young man is doing the backflips. You know, we give him kudos and so forth. And um, there's a lot of people doing incredible things. Um, what I would like to say as far as it's just that, I think it's very important that we um, begin to, as a community, and this is for anyone that's listening. If you are listening, um, you know people in the community, you see a video. I think um, if the person isn't, um, I don't expect for a person to share on every video, like, hey, I'm a T-stick, this is how I'm doing it. No, but there should be some type of backstory or some type of story that shows um, that you're explaining and educating the the world, you know, what you're what your injury level is, what you, you know, maybe, um, maybe it was from birth. Um, you know, just what, what is your ability? I don't use the term disability. I use ability. What is your ability? Because it is an ability. 
if you're doing a backflip in a, in a wheelchair, um, that's something that me, Wes, or Vanessa aren't going to be able to do. Uh, we'll uh-huh. end up a quad, we'll end up a quadriplegic tomorrow. And so, um, with that being said, we want to send the right message as far as you know through this platform that when you see a video like that, get in their comments, you know, and ask them, you know, ask them questions about, you know, as far as how are they doing what they're doing, um, what 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 are the limitations of their body. Um, even a person that we would call able body, they have limitations as well. Um, myself, you know, as far as me um, having a dislocated hip, yeah, it does a lot to um, to impact me on a daily basis. Where you know, just it's just more than me having a bone that's floating around in my body. Um, it sends pain to an area that I can't feel, which ultimately fatigues me faster than it than it than it normally would. Um, with that being said, I just think that we should really hone in on what is your ability um mm-hmm. what is your limitation so we can see how great it is that you as far as you know because i think that makes it greater as far as and then also you won't have people that you know just seen a video of someone in a wheelchair and then i know i wake up i'm sure you guys too i wake up with tons of videos and messages all the time from people who they're just not educated i mean it, it's relatable because they see us doing stuff in wheelchairs but then they see this video of this person doing something that is ain't anywhere in the world, ain't nowhere in the world I want to do it, and ain't nowhere in the world that I, my body can do it. So you'll send that video to somebody like myself who can actually I can I can take it in and begin to have a conversation with Wes or or um or Vanessa like we have about these videos and you know we've been we've been really churning these thoughts on and, and making sure that we wanted to 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 put this 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 here episode out. Um, we wanted to put it out with a lot of wisdom because we, we didn't want to strip anyone from what they're doing. We wanted to encourage you to keep doing what you're doing, but it's just really important to educate the, um, the, the, the public as far as as to um, how are you doing those things so that they don't send that video to maybe a newly injured um, mm-hmm. person coming out of rehab. And I'll tell you, as far as if that's my goal is to hit the backflip coming out of rehab when I got a T, <laughs> you know, a, a T six injury, then, then, then it's over with. Hey, you man. know, and so with that being said, I think um, me and Wes, me and Wes, we talked about it. I, I kind of want to hear, you know, I, w- I want you to share some of the things yeah. we talked about Wes on it as far as, we, nah. you know, you 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 compete as well. I'm nah. taking notes on this too, uh, just FYI, and I love what you just brought up because, yeah, I could definitely pick it back on that. But hey, what um, you go, seriously, you go first. Seriously though, just um, I think that if you have the opportunity to share your truth, your whatever you you do, your ability is tremendous. Like I'm constantly motivated by anybody that's doing something amazing because absolutely someone telling us that we were going to be limited to our ability or it was us just believing it because we happen to be different and so whatever you're doing is great but it is it is true um it it takes a particular mindset to take something in and actually use it to be empowered or be like man that's what's up but you know but then it also takes awareness like i think when I, I think yep. back when I started doing things, I used to get a lot of videos and things sent to me. And, you know, like, man, Wes, this reminded me of you. I can't wait till you do this. Like, and I'm like, I'm not going to do that. But, I'm not. Like, <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's, it's so great to see this person doing it. You know, and I, most of the people now being in this adaptive world, I know. So I'm like, man, of course it's dope. And that person's dope. And you know, like, 
I wish you could meet them type of stuff and see them do it in person. But if you meet them there or you follow them, some of those people are aware, you know, but what about the people and they will speak that are not, you know, but there are people that you just didn't think about it and not knowing yeah. it can have, you know, it can help, you know, or even if you, mm -hmm. I'm just saying like, whatever you're doing, you know, it's amazing and it's going to let's encourage and not discourage. You know, and so and then also use the chair to educate opposed to self-promote. I think that's mm -hmm. a big thing. Mm -hmm. I you mean, know, I, I speak the truth to y'all. So I mean, hey, I want y'all feedback. But this is this is this is things that we all talk amongst each other. Out even outside of this group. Anybody that's in Willie's, even some of my athletes I train, it's like, man, did you see that video? And I'm like, Yeah, you're not doing it. Like, well, can, can I piggyback on this real quick? Because, sure. you know, uh, you know, I do, I've been in the adaptive CrossFit uh, division for like four or five years now, right? And I used to beat myself up not knowing because I was unaware and I was still, you know, fresh in, in the sport and still trying to accept what my abilities were. And so if I'm seeing a girl that I think I don't really know her, but because I see her social media and she's in a chair, so she's got to be around the same, you know, capability as me because she's in a chair, right? Not. But anyways, I see her lifting something crazy and I'm like, I should be able to do that, right? And then I get to know this person in real life and compete with them and I realize they don't even have a spinal cord injury. You know, like they don't have any issue with their core. They don't have to worry about a fused spine and that possibly hurting themselves by throwing up that weight. But they do have maybe, you know, a condition going elsewhere in their body that limits them from performing as an able body athlete. So they can do these things in a chair, right? And I realized real quick after seeing, um, you know, and meeting some of the people that I was seeing online face to face that, most of them don't have spinal cord injuries. And so that's the thing is that just because you see someone in a wheelchair, they might not even have a spinal cord injury. And that's what we're trying to say. They could have MS, they could have CP, they could have had cancer somewhere in their body. They could have a condition to where they can't be standing. And so they use a chair. So I told myself a long time ago, you know what? I have a fused spine. It is not in my best interest anymore to try and prove anything to myself that I can lift over a certain amount just because another girl is doing it. I don't want to end up back in the hospital. You know what I mean? Like it's selfish of me to be like that. So be aware. What these guys said is huge. So just because you see someone in a wheelchair doesn't mean that they have the same or similar conditions to you. And it doesn't mean that you're going to be able to do what they're doing because your situation is different. That's it. That's it. That's it. Woo! I think um spicy. Nah, that's that got spicy. That was real. I, I think I want I, I think I want to bring out one one more thing too. I think I'd be remiss if I did bring this up. And um this is a perfect example. Um if you have a chance, go look up this this guy named Buster the Strongman. And, um, some of you follow him, but Buster the Strongman is at Buster underscore the underscore strongman. And um this young man has um, a condition in his body, CP. And um, I remember when I first met him about four years ago, he was always just being a, you know, a guy who was being, you know, positive about his situation and so forth. And as I got to know him a little bit more over the last couple of weeks, him coming to work out with me and do some things, 
um, I took him golfing and um, I took him to all court 360 first, which is a, a chair that I, I do some workout workouts in and so forth. And he did pretty good in that. Um, this guy left his, he left his walker at home. And I, when I picked him up, he was standing, holding on to a pole. Remember he had CP, his feet is turned over and he, and he don't mind me saying this. His feet is turned over and his hands aren't the strongest, but this guy is a fighter. And I understand um, the difference is as far as, you do you're doing it for longevity nests and definitely um we want to encourage people to go that route because that's a that's the smart route but it's the fighting this young man as far as he's been walking with this walker for a long time he works 40 hours a week at the um at, you know on a job and um when i pick him up it's like just to get from just to get from that pole which is which is like about 10 feet away from the sidewalk to my car door it's really faith Literally, that's all it is because he can fall any moment. And so mm-hmm. um, just the fact that he's fighting to stand up, to keep walking, mm-hmm. um, that's the decision that he has made because that's what's keeping him going. Now, I would say this for me. I mean, by the way, he walked the whole time. He walked, you know, as far as, you know, to the all court 360, he walked the whole time we were playing golf. Um, when, when we were down playing golf, he was like, I'm not disabled. I'm an athlete. And it was just so empowering for him to – you know, to, to see that grit and to see that fight. And so I'm not saying for people to be unwise, you know, to do things that might hurt your body. But as far as, um, you know, I like to see push. We like to see people pushing their limits because, see, disabled means that you cannot do something. That's all it means. I don't care if you're standing, sitting, you know, you got cancer, you're fine. You, you're just trying to learn, uh, you know, to, to, keep, to brush your teeth every morning from your mom. If you say you can't do it, you're disabled. That's how I feel. Because you have been disabled as far as your mind to say that you can overcome whatever it is that's confronting you has told you that you cannot do it and, and, and you've succumbed to that. And so with that being said is that um, I want to stay on my train of thought is just that what Buster the Strongman showed me as far as I mean, I've been had this train of thought, but to see someone um, fighting for his life um, to continue to keep walking like he leaves his walker at home because like you say, I think we said earlier, we don't want to be confined to. To this wheelchair every chance that i get out when i go when i go to a restaurant i get out of that seat i, I get out of that chair and sit in a chair if mm-hmm. the chair is comfortable for enough for me to sit in that's just what i do why because i am not disabled i can sit in a chair you know okay. and so i have people come up to me all the time and, and, and it'll start a conversation because they've never seen someone do that well mm-hmm. that's my truth about this about disability is that look i can sit just like you can because we human and that's just the bottom line. And so um, with that being said, I think you guys should um, draw a lot of good inspiration from this young man. He's, he's doing some incredible things. And it's not just about him. It's what he's trying to show um, different ones with um, cerebral palsy that, look, you can continue to keep moving. Now, if you have to have that walker, do it. But I'll tell you this. If Marcus Williams can put one foot in front of the other, I'm, I'm paralyzed from the chest down. Nothing works. I don't know what my feet feel like to do, touching the ground. I don't, I don't know what that feels like anymore. But if I was able to put my feet on the ground and wheel one feet in front of the other, I'm walking. That's just the bottom line. I'm not saying as far as I'm going to be prideful where I won't have a chair. I'll be practical like Vanessa, but I'm at least going to make that steps. And, and there's some people I know that can, that can get up and walk around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they and choose they- it, like they choose to be a part of the wheelchair gang. Mm-hmm. Right. We not, we not that. We off that. <laughs> it's because it's easier and it's quicker and everybody has their reasons, but 
you do have to prove something to yourself. You know what I mean? Like initially you're going to go through that trial and error phase and, you know, and, and you do have to prove something to yourself to yeah. get to pass that threshold of like uh, not accepting it and realizing that the chair is just an accessory to get you to do what you need to do and not become compliant with it. So there is a twofold thing. Like you got to push yourself to, to know what that is. And then you got to, you know, go back a little bit and be like, okay, I know what I could do. Now, is it the smartest way to do it? And so it, it goes into phases, you know, so you do have to get to that, that, that point. Well, you know what, Vanessa, that was dope. I think y'all hit it. Buster, hey, shout out to you, brother. You are doing some amazing things, man. And then shout out to everybody that doesn't allow their disability ability. conquer their ability. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, yep. man, just push yourself to those limits and share your truth. That's what that campaign is about. It doesn't matter what you do. It's what you do, you know, so it doesn't disable you. And so live that yep. truth. And, uh, man, this was dope. This was a really, really solid conversation. We always want you guys feedback. So please make sure you hit us up and Hey, those interviews are coming soon. We're gonna be bringing some people on, so we got some, we got some good stuff. So stay, stay tuned to that content. So thank you for tuning in and listening to the Disabled Truth. If you liked what you heard, then you can follow us, and we highly encourage you to follow us on any of our social media platforms: Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at the Disabled Truth. Please share the links with your friends and encourage them to share it as well. If you would like to listen to any of our journeys or follow us personally, you can find me at if I can, you can too. That's the letter U on Instagram or Facebook, or you can follow me on my website at if I can, you can too.com. You can follow me at Lotto Life. That's L-Y-D-O Life on any social media platform or log into my website lightolife.com you can follow me on facebook instagram or twitter at i am west hamilton and if you want to learn more about me go to my website i am wesleyhamilton.com